0: Hello, and welcome back to the I Almost Died podcast. Where are we? Ah, I'd, I'd scream, but I don't want to blow out your eardrums. You might be listening to this with very high volume. Maybe you want the perfect, like, pops of my voice for some ASMR. I don't know, so I won't scream. I'll keep your ears protected. But if you're listening to the audio version of this, you can't see the, the luxurious, gorgeous, room that is behind me that I am now in this didn't exist a day ago this this didn't exist before us what is that Drake quote um this is my new room and as y'all know with my living situation comes a lot of confusion so this is my room in Canada before I was very much in my mother's basement yes and I thought maybe it's time to time to switch it up no no shade to my mom or anything loved my time there in the basement but there comes a time when you're like hmm especially when um your content sometimes is if i laugh i wax maybe me being in my mother's basement screaming at 3 a.m while waxing my um my leg hair is not the best situation but now here we are in a different city, a different province, which for all you Americans is basically a state. Um, I'm in a different one of those, far from home, 15 hour drive. Um, A lot has really changed in the past week. I moved here, got a car, got a haircut. Oh yes, elephant in the room, big fat elephant. I do look like Demi Lovato now. And I'm not trying to fish for comments. I know that's what everyone does after they get a haircut. They're like, my haircut looks so bad. No, I'm being genuine. Okay? I'm being genuine when I say that I genuinely feel like Demi Lovato's hair. And I will not be hearing any reassurances. I don't want any compliments because I know it's true. But anyways, welcome to my room. This is the first time that I've uh, had a room to myself where I can just decorate it like at the complete, the complete like freedom that I want. And like, you might be wondering like, okay, so like my room in LA, what is that then? That room, I just kind of added stuff to as I like got the means to do it. Um, When I first moved into that room, I was like dirt broke, like literally... Got like a poster. I'm like, wow, this is art It was like literally a mattress on the floor with like nothing for like months and months and months and then slowly I added like posters and i like print pictures off and stuff but this one I got to do completely from scratch um, Literally everything I got myself and i'm so grateful and so like I never in a million years thought i'd be able to like just like have like a dream room um, I know this like looks kind of like stupid to a lot of y'all. You're probably like dream room, nightmare room, actually. But um, I very much like it. iPad in the frame is freaking me out. But I'll give you a quick rundown of what we're rocking with. First of all, literal rocking chair. This is a wire rocking chair. I literally saw it on the side of the street. And this lady was like, would you like to buy it? And I said, yes. How much is it? Tell me why she said $300. And tell me why. I bought it because mamas I don't I'm I'm not good with my money and that is an issue that I will be working on eventually. For now, no. I will be buying $300 wire metal chairs off the side of the road. Second of all, what you're currently situated on is a IKEA sit stand desk. Oh my god, Garrity. It's in, it's, it's really the future. It is really the future because genuinely when I edit my videos, I curl up in a ball on the floor for eight hours straight, not moving the muscle. And then I feel like cramps. Like I'm going to have arthritis by age 25 um, and I'm going to have back problems by tomorrow. I literally feel them coming already. So a sit stand desk, you can like have it fully up sit stand desk from Ikea. Very fun. I got a bunch of random things like a little towel. I got some incense. Not the illegal one. Um, then I have this bed. Ikea comforter. And what can I tell you? Uh, we have some very fun posters on the wall. Raccoon. I'll say I'll say all the meanings of this once. So that I don't have to keep explaining it to people. Um, there is no meaning. I just found them on the internet and thought they were fun. Uh, I have a giant poster of a raccoon sitting in a bed. I have a person taking a picture of a person taking a picture of the Mona Lisa at the Louvre. And then I have Mac Miller. Rest in peace. Uh, We have a cactus. Picked that up the other day. Plant over there, but I don't feel like showing y'all. It's too far away. And then another plant in the corner. And then a plant behind this phone, actually. The air in here is going to be crisp as hell. Let me tell you. Um, Oh, elephant in the room. These. I have literal or pages of a book just cut up and taped to the ceiling on strings and you might wonder why what's the meaning there literally is no meaning i just thought it'd be fun and i didn't even and listen i don't have a lot of original thoughts anymore i don't know like my brain is kind of shutting down i feel like i can feel myself like decomposing like when people are like ah, i lost a brain cell no like i literally feel my brain cells like walking out my ears every single day when i wake up but um no this was an original idea i as far as i know unless i like saw it in a movie and like just blocked it on my brain and was like wow i came up with an original idea no uh I taped like maybe 30 of these pages and it's in like a in a square around my bed. So It's kind of fun. I kind of like it. Uh, I sounded really canadian there. It's kind of fun, but Anyways, today's episode. Sorry, we really we really just got into like a whole Sidebar not even getting near the topic. Oh, uh, we're doing a a listener submission episode. We haven't done these in a while. And you guys have lots of near-death experiences to share with me. So, we will be reading those. Last thing before we dive into that. Um, in regards to my car, it is electric. Greta Thunbergers out there, calm down. It's electric. I'm trying to reduce my carbon footprint. But the thing is, so as I mentioned before, I'm like 16 hours away from, from where... I was living before, and most people would drive there, but the thing is, the road between these two cities is through, like, literal mountains the entire time, and they had this giant flood that literally washed away the highway, so you couldn't even drive to it. You'd have to um, go—you'd have to drive into the United States and then drive back up into Canada, and it was, like, added 10 hours along the way, plus— Since it's an electric car, you have to charge it, like, every 200 kilometers, plus that's if you're driving in the summer. This is dead of winter, polar vortex, it was minus 40 degrees Celsius, so the range on the car immediately goes from 200 kilometers to 80. So it literally is not even possible, so I shipped my car, which I always thought was the stupidest thing ever. I'm like, what are you doing shipping something that is meant to ship things, are you dumb? Did I, did I, did I, um, so I shipped it, and it was a terrible process. I actually vlogged the whole experience, but then I cut it out of my most recent vlog uh, because it was like so boring. I was like, "Wow, like y'all, y'all are not gonna watch me, literally, like ship a car." No, I'm not putting y'all through that. Um, but basically, I got the car shipped, and then I, radio silence. Radio silence from the shipping company for. 10 days when they told me it was like going to take two days to ship so i'm like okay that's a little interesting (laughs) and finally after 10 days i get a text from an auction an auto auction site saying your car is available at this auction site and i'm like oh i like is someone uh, did someone steal my car and auction it and i was like okay that's great so i went over there And literally it was in the middle of nowhere, like this industrial site. And I went to this like shack and I was like, Hey, I'm here to pick up this car. And she's like, Oh, you're at the wrong place. And then gave me this piece of paper that literally just had five letters. And it said S C H U T E shoot. And she's like, you need to go here. And I said, what do you mean go here? And she's like, that's the location. I'm like, what do you mean location? This is literally five random letters on a piece of paper what do you mean go to, and then she like wouldn't tell me, I actually thought I was losing my mind, I thought I was like getting like, like punked or something, like, like it was so cryptic for no reason, and then she like prints off, she like goes into the other room, grabs a, like, like I hear a printer going, then brings this like Google map images of like this industrial, just lot of cars, and she's like, go here, so I walk over there, 30 minute walk, and then there's like people, and I get my car, but oh my god y'all it was a process but now i'm here starting life again um it's very weird to be like kind of settled like literally for the past year and a half have not stayed in one place for more than a month and it has been low-key weighing on my mental health um but now we're here and even though i'm still gonna go between la and canada a lot um this is, like, my base, and wherever I go, I, I'm, I really don't have a travel bug anymore, y'all. I'm going to be honest. Like, at the start of the pandemic, I was like, wow, I really want to travel place. Nope, not anymore. I, like, did my traveling, went to Europe twice this summer, and you know what? I'm good. I am good. I don't have that, that urge anymore, that desire that some people have. Also, I, I slept two hours last night, so that's why I look like this. That's why I look like a raccoon. That's why I look like the raccoon behind me. We are twins. That is my cousin. Please be nice to him. Okay. I'm trying to think if I have any more life updates because I really don't want to just keep jumping in with my personal baggage every two seconds because you guys don't deserve that. You're not here to hear about my life. You're here, about a hero. You're here to hear about me almost losing my life because this is the Almost Died podcast. But today, you're not even getting that. You're getting people's submissions. You got played. You got punked. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. This first one, I've... Yo, this is a first on the I Almost Died podcast. This is a a submission that someone tweeted me, but it's a Google Doc. They sent a whole Google Doc. So, first of all, I appreciate the... um. I appreciate the thoroughness. We love a good, immersive story. Uh, This is from at editor underscore juju. Here we go. This is a hard topic to discuss. It's not sensitive to me. Heck, I haven't shed a single tear from this experience, but it's hard to word it in a way that other people will not freak out about. Whenever I have to explain this, I start off with, everyone is okay. So that's what I'm going to start with. A year or a year and a half ago, I wanted to revisit everything I did with my best friend when we were eight, so I called her up and told her to walk up the street with her Switch and some stuffed animals. At 10 p.m., we were playing Fortnite, and my friend says, I think we're going to get the dub on this one. Right as we were loading into the game, I hear, FIRE! We darted down the stairs, not even thinking to grab the console, which was dumb because we wouldn't find one for half a year. As we got outside, my mom told me and my friend to go to our neighbor's house, so we did and told them our house was on fire. (gasps) By the way, a little bit of context, this wasn't a mini fire. There were 30 foot flames shooting out of my roof, seven fire trucks, and it started in the attic so the smoke detectors didn't go off. Our guess was it was going on for about two hours, so we had two minutes to get out before the smoke filled our lungs that's crazy what anyways back to the story once we had told our neighbors it was on fire the man living there grabbed his fire extinguisher and ran straight into the house (laughs) he grabbed all our car keys and saved the cars which happened to have the things i that i edited with the women living there turned on a movie for me my sister and my friends to watch while the house was on literal flames 30 minutes later my friend's mom comes to pick up my friend and they left and two hours after that, my grandma came to pick me, my sister, and my dog up. By the way, if you're wondering about the dog, she trampled over all of us to get out, so she's fine. Also, I love the videos, Ben, and you're my idol. Oh my goodness, that's actually terrifying. I I didn't. I always wondered with house fires, like how much time you actually have before it like gets really bad. But if it's burning for two hours, damn, that that is really scary though. I'm super glad you made it out alive, um, in one piece. Uh, and I'm sorry you didn't get your Switch. I know, they sold out. Literally, I was very lucky to get my Switch and my Oculus when I did. They are sold out everywhere. Like, no one can get them. Um, but I'm glad you're okay. Also, uh, right before we go to break, um, if you would like to submit your own near-death experiences, you can use the hashtag IAlmostDiedPodcast and tweet them to me on Twitter. My Twitter's at BenOfTheWeek. And I will read them on a future episode. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. BRB! hello mamas i'm back in my squeaky wire chair that i picked up on the side of a road um i love how i'm like i'm not gonna scream and then just belt so anyways let's let's read some more near-death experiences um i'm so rage so why is my brain going to like 10 different places oh we got a good Oh, my God, we got an eight-part story. Buckle up, y'all. Here's my, this is from Safa Axel. Here's my story for the podcast. Part one. The summer right after third grade when I was nine years old, I was taking swimming lessons at the local outdoor pool. By the way, this isn't a drowning story, LOL. <sniffs> ah. For context, my classes were on weekdays and started at 9 a.m. The place was a 10-ish-minute bike ride from my house, and I lived in a tipi- typical suburban neighborhood with zero crime. To get to the pool, I would cut through a playground park because there was a clearing at the end that led to the road I needed to take to get to the pool. Typically, my dad would walk behind me while I biked, but one day he was running late, so he said I could go alone. I thought I was fine because I already knew the way, and it was a safe area, as I mentioned. I got to the park, and it was empty as usual since it was early morning on a weekday. Now the scary part. I approached the clearing, and there was a man just standing there. I was definitely a little worried. The man spoke up and said hi to me. I ignored him and tried to get past, but he was low-key blocking my way. He then grabbed a wooden stick from the ground and hit it against a nearby sign. I said hi, he repeated. I was very spooked and wondered why this BS had to happen on the one day I came alone and there was no one else around. I said a quick hi back and squeezed past him to get the hell out of there. After leaving the clearing and getting onto the road, I turned my head to see if he was following me, and thankfully he wasn't. I made it safely to my swimming lesson and never saw that hoe again. I know this isn't a really near death thing because I didn't know his intentions, but it still kind of freaks me out almost ten years later, considering how vulnerable I was in that situation. Also, I love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much for sharing your story, Safa. Glad you're okay. I know. I literally think about that a lot, and it's like for me, it's not really social anxiety, but sometimes I really like realize like how vulnerable you can actually be like say you're just in a field and there's no one around and you're passing someone like first of all I, like say I'm, I'm like walking in some trail and it's like there's no one there but I'm like walking behind someone I always feel so bad and I'll like speed up and try and pass them as fast as possible because I don't want them to like feel like like scared that there's someone walking behind them because I know like what that feeling's like so I'm like I don't want to inflict that on someone like like I want to be like hey you're good just passing by, but no, like, genuinely, someone could just kill you, sorry, I don't mean to freak y'all out, me just, like, literally planting my anxieties in your head, JK, everyone is cool, guys, you won't get kidnapped unless you do, and that's, um, and that's the truth, okay, also, sorry, 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 but back to the previous story, I just remembered, um, Bernie, like, having my house burned down was, like, literally one of my biggest fears as a kid, like, I guess it's, because, like, especially if it's, like, a house where that's where you grew up, like, it's, like, your childhood home, the thought of it burning down is, like, actually one of the most terrifying things, because, like, like, for example, here, this place, this house that I just moved into, I'm, like, okay, yeah, I would be sad if it burned down, but, like, we have rental insurance and all my files are backed up in the cloud. So like I wouldn't lose any pictures. Like I would just lose material things like clothes and like a lot of Apple products, which would kind of suck financially. No, but it'd be insured. So like, like if there's no sentiment, I think it's the sentimentality. That's the scariest part of losing. Like, like knowing that like where you literally like grew up will be like burned and lost forever at least for me that was like what the scariest part was for like thinking about houses burning down okay um also i haven't done a podcast in a in a fat minute so like my throat is getting so dry oh my god okay this one is from at sophia underscore diamond eight hashtag i'm a stud podcast So when I was like eight, I was at the botanical gardens and I was with my aunt. Like an idiot, I threw a piece of bread at a peacock thinking it would eat it like a seagull or something. It didn't like me throwing bread at it and started chasing me. I was bolting as fast as I could on my little legs and I wasn't looking where I was going. Well, while I was trying to get away so I could live another day, I tripped my shoelace and fell headfirst into a massive rock. My auntie ran up to me and flipped me over to see if I was all right. I was fine, but even though I had a minor concussion, I was in the hospital for a day or two. The only thing I was concerned about was the peacock. To this day, I've never gone back. Hopefully, thank you for reading this. Your videos cheer me up, and you always make me laugh. That is so sweet, Sophia. Um, I'm glad you're, oh, well, I don't know, concussions. As, as a fellow concussion sufferer, who knows? Are our brains going to be mashed potatoes eventually? Who knows? could happen um but i'm glad you're relatively okay um i did not know peacocks chase i thought they were like like peaceful animals i like i thought they have all those feathers like like and like scare things off so they don't like have to attack birds are so cocky for no reason like do y'all like Do you birds realize how stupid you look, especially peacocks? What a ridiculous bird, genuinely. I don't understand how we have birds like chickens and peacocks that like, like, how were those out in the wild? Like, I, like, I know they're all domesticated now, but at some point they were out there in the wild, not getting eaten. And I just don't understand that because if you can't fly away... How do you protect yourself? You're like it's not like these peacocks just whipped out like a Glock and would like be, like stay back pop 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 or, like have a sword. No, they don't have. They have you seen chicken feet? They literally look like toenails. I mean, well they have toenails on them, but I mean like overall, they look like toenails. Um, okay. Moving along. Oh y'all, we got a big chunky story. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is from at. Lucy Bailey underscore. Also, do y'all say underscore or space? I say underscore, but I feel like it's kind of like a. I feel like it's kind of like a millennial thing to say. Not me being a millennial. I'm not a millennial, guys. I'm not. I'm not a millennial. No shade to the millennial millennials listening to this, but um, actually, I, if you're a millennial listening to this, I genuinely want to know. Please comment on the YouTube comment. I'm a millennial. I was going to, like, do some, like, little code word emoji. No, literally just say you're a millennial. Um, no, because uh, it's n- – am I insecure about this? No. It's, n- like, 1998 to, like, bo- people b- born now, I think, is Gen Z. I might be wrong, though. But anyways, not that it matters. Okay, let's read this. Hey mamas, first of all, I spent 4,976 minutes listening to the I Almost Died podcast within the last eight months. That is so crazy. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for listening so diligently. I appreciate it so much. Um, So here's my near near death story. So in 2016, me and my family went to the cabins for Christmas. There was 12 inches of snow. Keep in mind, this was in Arizona. Oh, what? I guess they do have snow in Arizona. Um, Back to the story, LMAO. So my best friend at the time lived in Oregon. So her and her family road tripped down to Arizona. She had absolutely no idea this was happening because her parents kept it a surprise. So her parents were keeping it a surprise that she was coming down to spend Christmas with us. I have an older brother who is best friends with my friend's older brother. So we thought that this was a win-win trip. So on Christmas Eve, all of the electricity went down. I started to get a little bit of a sniffle by this point. By 11 p.m., the electricity came back on. I had a 107 107 degree fever by midnight. I'm the baby out of six kids, and we were all cramped in a six-person max cabin with 13 people. Because of that, my mom was stressed out, so she told me to sleep the fever off. At about 3 a.m., I woke up and started barfing all over the stockings and the gifts. I tried to go back to sleep because I knew my siblings would be pissed the next morning because I puked all over their stuff. I checked my temperature, and it was at 112 degrees at this point. I woke up my mom, and while she was walking me to the bathroom, I passed out, and she couldn't find my pulse. Just so you know, we were snowed in, and the nearest ER was 70 miles away. So while I was unconscious and not breathing, everyone was awake at this point, point. my brothers were super mad I ruined their stockings. My dad was trying to wake me up, and my Christian mother was praying her heart out. Boy, do I, can I ever relate when I went to a freaking um, Christian camp and I literally sprained my neck and couldn't move and I thought I was paralyzed and they started praying for me and they did a prayer circle. I feel you. Like when I heard that story, I was so mad at my mom because she wasn't calling 911 yet. After 20 minutes, I started to breathe and the first thing I saw was my brother flipping me off and yelling at me. I still have no idea what happened to me. Anyways, thanks, Ben, for reading this. Please read my tweet to this about the vegan teacher, El Mayo. The podcast needs to hear it. It's literally catching her in 4K. Wait, I'm curious. Oh. (laughs) Okay, I found the tweet. She said, the vegan teacher is 57 years old. She states that she has been vegan for four years, which means she spent... 53 years of her life not vegan. Like, girl, why is she getting mad at a 20-year-old when she's spent over 50 years not being vegan? Okay. Damn. I did not know that T That is so funny, actually. I know the the case is closed on the vegan teacher. The beef is done. It's settled. I think, at least in my head. Maybe she's, like, still beefing. I actually haven't checked. I wonder if she's made another video. I literally poop. Um, that's really interesting because, like... So, I haven't been eating meat since 2014. So, I've probably, like, she's probably, well, she's definitely eaten more meat than me if she's 57 years old and only started to eat. Not that it matters, like, literally not that it matters, but I feel like if she's going to pull, like, the whole hypocrite card. Maybe look in the mirror, miss girl. Um, She has a husband. Sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to bring up. She posts so much, yo. So I like. I feel. I genuinely need to get on my like vegan teacher grind. In the past seven days, the vegan teacher has posted 22 videos. How in the hell is that possible? Oh my god, that's actually insane. I mean, it's a vegan teacher. Let's like, anyways let's read one more story. <laughs> okay. What do we have? What do we have? What's looking juicy? Um, and like I said, if you have your own stories, please tweet them to me using the hashtag I podcast on Twitter. Okay. My mouth is really dry, by the way. So if I'm like dry swallowing, sorry. Okay. This is from X underscore Morgan T X. So when I was about six or seven, my gran, oh, I'm getting British vibes. My gran made spaghetti meatballs for dinner, like she did most nights. I started eating it, and everything was fine until I loaded my fork with spaghetti and forced it into my mouth. No, that accidentally can't do it. I couldn't swallow it, and my gran and brother noticed that. Then my gran started asking me if I was going to be sick, and my brother, 9 or 10 at the time, just looked at me. I shook my head as I choked on the spaghetti. I couldn't get it to come out of my mouth e- either. I finally managed to bite down on it and swallow it with a lot of struggle. Pretty sure I was crying, but it was okay. Damn. It's crazy how often people choke. And, you're like, you can just die from it. Like, that could be it. Like, that is actually so scary. Like, your last... Like, you could just be eating a meatball and be dead five minutes later. Like, What? It's so crazy that humans, like, how long have humans been eating for? And our bodies haven't evolved to not choke? That doesn't make any sense to me. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Um, Finally, in a stable area, looking forward to making some good content for y'all. Uh- <laughs> Uh, I love you all so much. Uh, we just hit 2.5 million on YouTube. Literally what? And we're almost at 10 million. Actually, by the time this comes out, I might have 10 million on TikTok and I'll probably be like peeing and crying. Um. So that's insane. That's actually insane. Um, also, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can now rate podcasts on Spotify, which is crazy. So um, if you wouldn't mind, you should totally go over, uh, search up I Almost Died on Spotify. Leave us a rating. Helps a ton. And also on Apple Podcasts, if you want to leave a rating on there, that'd be great Ooh. I will see you all next Wednesday. I love you all so much. Stay safe. Take care. Better the weekends. Ciao. <laughs>